0: I'm Lissa Mia Smith. And I'm Anna Mercier. And you're listening to Turning to Story. As writers, we've experienced the triumphs and heartbreaks of the publishing industry, from endless rejection to dream book deals. Through it all, we've learned
1: to embrace the one thing in this chaotic industry we can always control our craft. Umbrella. Oh drizzle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got me there. <laughs> Maybe that's where we begin.
1: <laughs> I think that's it. Oh drizzle. <laughs> Let me say that with the most. I almost want to put my very
0: country accent on it. Yeah, do. It. Oh drizzle. <laughs> I love your country accent. It's my Thanks. favorite. Thanks it's very
1: much. Favorite. I'm sure someone who listens to our podcast hears me do the country accent and they're like, stop it.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> or it's more like, so. stop it. <laughs> we Sorry. can add that to the list of, wasn't there something that people are supposed to get back to us on? Like if enough people asked for you to do an episode in all- I don't
1: remember this at all. I think yes, you made you this do. up. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And you know what? If it, if it did happen- Nobody reached out, so... Nobody... It's, um,
0: I don't remember what the challenge was. We we posed some challenge, and if people did it, yeah. you would have to do an entire episode in your southern
1: accent. Yeah. Hmm. And it didn't happen, It didn't so. happen yet. Didn't happen.
0: Yet. How are you, Anna? I'm good. How are
1: you? I am good. I am Do we think people ever think we're, like, bullshitting when we're, like,
0: good? I, I don't know. Maybe. We owned it, our bad... Um, our Bad Mood yeah. episode, Dialogue, we owned that, though. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. Still a good I'm episode. actually good.
1: It was a good episode. I was really proud.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually good, too. I am not really writing this week. I'm, like, catching up on all of the writerly nice. behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. Yes. So I've been, like, working on the website and, like, working on the podcast and, like, actually getting self-care things done, and it is nice.
1: And check me if I'm wrong, but uh, Ravel is mm. a uh, finalist for oh. um, something wonderful. Yes, for uh, I don't know how to say that award.
0: It's the yeah, the Sybils or Sybils? I'm not sure. Wow,
1: not that sure. is Sybils and I just Do You think
0: so. I'm not sure. I, I haven't heard it out loud. I've only read it.
1: <laughs> yeah, Sybils. Yeah, I'm call it, was, it that.
0: That was a very cool surprise.
1: That is so exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. It was an extra
0: surprise because I missed the Instagram notification. Like they tagged me when they posted this. Totally missed it because I was probably in my, like I'm trying to go on socials very little. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, And then I had to, for updating the website, I had to Google like, oh, Ravel things. And I Googled it and it came up and I'm like, what is this? I'm like, oh, they never tagged me. And I look at the post. I'm like, no, I'm definitely tagged. That's amazing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like two weeks ago. I'm
0: like, thank you so much. (laughs) But it's very, um, it is relevant to the podcast because it's a cool award. So it's, uh, they award... Kidlets, so children, teen, young adult books that have high popular appeal Uh and high literary merit. So they say, Oh, yeah. So they say, in the world of, I don't know, like between organic broccoli and candy. We aim for uh, organic chicken nuggets, is what they call themselves. We're, our award is organic. It's both like delicious and Do they and really describe it as that? Yeah, something That's like that. That's amazing. <laughs> Which fits the podcast so well. That's so good. Because <laughs> so much of our ethos is like we're digging under popular fiction Yes. First. Like and being curious of what is making what is the art to pulling people in. So I was like oh extra.
1: Gosh. Yeah. I was gonna say, if anybody ever asks, like, who are you to provide advice on this podcast? <laughs> you can be like, I am organic chicken nuggets. <laughs> All right.
0: You can take that chicken nugget and you can dip it in your seven-layer plot dip. Plot dip. <laughs> oh! Or, for today, I have no idea if this is going to become a thing, but I have a name for today. So I'm so excited. This is exciting. I have. I need
1: you to know that I had no idea what to do for a title this time, and I was like...
0: For this past week? What? We did, yeah, for the yeah, dialogue I I was, episode, I was like... I went, <laughs> when I went to post in the morning, I went and had to look, what did Anna call this? <laughs> I was just so ready for us to have, like, a cutesy little title, but I was like, dialogue. Well, the problem with dialogue, I realized, is you can't, there's no replacement word. Conversation isn't it. No. What your character says is the closest thing, but that exactly. takes up many words. Yes, many words. <laughs> what your character says and how to do it good. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, this one, I have something. I'm very excited. So this episode reminds me of Seven Layer Plot Dip because- okay. Number one, it applies to all stories, and we didn't plan it, right? Yes. Number two, it cuts the line. Like, we come up with, every season we come up with a list of what we're going to do, and Seven Layer Plot Dip was, like, early in the season. Yes. And we were like, this is so exciting, we should do it sooner.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: And that's how I feel about this.
1: I'm excited.
0: Uh, And those are, I don't know why I'm acting like I have more numbers. I have those two numbers.
1: <laughs> those are great numbers. Two numbers is
0: necessary. Uh, so, do you want to hear the name? <laughs> I, yes, I love how excited you are. Like, so, so. It's, it's potentially a major flop. I just want to own that. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, drum roll. <laughs> Today's episode is called But So Salsa. <laughs> what?
1: I don't think you need a reason. <laughs> Not when you want to name it but-so-salsa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so today we're talking about the but-therefore rule, which I uh, have always done as but so <laughs> why? That's how we got there. Because I don't think in terms of therefores, I think in terms of so's. So I just tried to class that down a little bit.
1: (laughs) You did great. Thanks. Thanks.
0: I can do it. Okay. I'm gonna need a refill. Anywho. Let's try it. Let's try it. We gotta get back. Platzo salsa. Okay. (laughs) Stick with me. Are you familiar with the South Park rule of pacing? I
1: am familiar with it, but an avid studier of it, I am not. I know it is what has contributed to, especially those early seasons of South Park, as being, like, truly great writing.
0: South Park, um, Family Guy, Simpsons, right? Don't they write all of it? Yes. Uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. So they have a bow. You're still laughing.
1: I had to take a deep <laughs> shuddering breath.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't, I guess we don't have to worry about this one being too serious. It's just one of nope, people are like, all right, great. already. All the right. last one
1: I was like, I was. Am I being too
0: boring? And this one's like, <laughs> no, you weren't too boring. We got butzos. Butzo also. So Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Uh, gave this talk a while ago to like NYU Tisch students. I don't know what class it was. My guess would be like screenwriting or something. Yeah. Uh, and there were clips on the internet. I had read a blog post about it maybe five or six years ago at, the, at this point. Uh-huh. And I have used it religiously with everything I've ever written.
1: I have <laughs> not yet
0: used it in book two, which is why I got so excited because I like kind of forgot about it. Yeah. And I had this aha moment of, oh shit. Like this is gonna help me so much with my middle with my revisions for my first half right, so I that's when I was like, Anna, what if we cut the line and we do this episode? like how familiar I are you? love this, yeah, okay, so their thing was they would have a bunch of writers in the writer room and they'd have like a giant whiteboard, right. <clears throat> And everyone would put up their good ideas of, like, different possible, like, scenes, skits, etc. And they realized that in order, they could take all the things they wanted to incorporate, which reminds me of our seven-layer plot dip. Like, we have a matrix Mm -hmm. of all the scenes we want or need to incorporate in our story. Right. And their point was, when you start to connect them in a coherent sequence of events, if you have scene one and then scene two, you're fucked. That's not a story.
1: That makes sense because they're not connected.
0: If you have scene one, but scene two, therefore scene three, uh-huh. but scene four, but scene five, therefore scene six, uh-huh. now you have a cohesive sequence of events and now you have story. You have conflict, because
1: cause, cause, what? That word cohesive, right? Yes. Cohesive means that they are joined together irrevocably. Like they cannot be separated. Exactly. One cannot happen without the other.
0: It is a domino effect. And so a quick example of this would be uh, like today I woke up and I made breakfast and then I got my kids on the bus and then I took Nessie around the block and then I sat down on my computer. Yeah. And then I took a break. This is, not a story. No, this is not a story. This is not a story. This boring. is boring.
1: Yeah, <laughs> these are these are sticky notes of on a timeline.
0: Right. Uh, so if it was, I woke up, but my kids were so still asleep, and like the rule is there for, but I use uh-huh. so because it's just much more casual and it's right. the same meaning. So I got in a little exercise, but then they woke up, so I made them breakfast. Um, but there's still a little time, so I got them on the bus. But Nessie was going nuts, so I took her for a long walk, but then uh-huh. my emails were pouring in, so I sat down in front of my computer. Yeah. Same thing in a cohesive narrative.
1: Exactly. There's there's connection between all of these different things.
0: Exactly. So this is like the, the sour cream in your plot dip. This is the, in the metaphor we use in Seven Layer Plot Dip, like the, what were you saying, the tissues between all yes. the, the ligaments? Yes. This is the rule that your tissues need to follow.
1: Okay. And okay. I, I
0: think this is part of why I struggled with the speed of, like, the, the speed of my drafting has felt very disjointed. Uh-huh. And I think it's because seven-layer plot tip got me to, like, this is what I need to write. Uh-huh. But then I ran away from my usual rule of this happens, but then this happens, therefore this happens, but this happens. But so salsa was missing from my plot tip. Okay.
1: Okay. Because you're, okay, okay, this so, is, yeah. okay, this is what I've been struggling. Oh, my fuck.
0: Wait till you see it in action. Okay. Me, like, narrating my day.
1: You have just explained to me the problem, not the problem, but the, the slowdown, the incongruence, like, slowdown expectations of seven-layer plot dip. Seven-layer plot dip was like, oh, oh, oh I'm a genius. Yes. Um, a genius. And I got it. Yes. There's a full story. And it is. It still is a full story. What I was having trouble with are the ligaments. And I... <clears throat> Honest to goodness, I think I still have it up. Do I have it up? Um, I went through on uh, one of my docs last night after you sent this to me, and I was like, "Okay, let's try this." And so I, I truly did. I sat down in a paragraph form, being like, "Okay, there is no connective tissue," because I was thinking about why does this scene happen. Mm-hmm. Like I have it. I had a beautiful scene that I wrote that I really like. And then I was like, okay, I have to have this next scene. And then it wouldn't happen. It wasn't happening. No dialogue was happening. And I sat down. No, I sat down in my notepad, because that's oh. from the dialogue episode. <laughs> the notepad. <laughs> oh. I sat down with my notepad and I truly has I truly have it here where it's like this character goes to this place to find answers, but they only find this.
0: Did you put but in all caps? Because that's what I do. Like, Yes, so it stands out. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Did you and then there I before? said,
1: therefore, she approaches blank mm-hmm. for answers, but they don't have the answers. Therefore, they offer. Oh, and then I was like, as soon as I started doing that, I was like, ooh, there's a scene here. There's a scene here. And I yes. got excited. And then the dialogue came pouring out.
0: Ooh. Holy shit. So, it, and if if you're listening and you're thinking, yeah, so what? Listen, Anna, I discovered uh, like the South Park, but therefore rule a long time ago. We're going to talk about how you can apply it at the scene level, at the like whole entire plot level too, right. and at these little nitty gritty moments. Like, there needs to be cohesion and cause effect in yes. every like however you zoom in and zoom out to story. It needs to be there, and it's not hard. It's, no. It's actually not hard. That's why, like you know, when you when you read a bunch of queries, you'll notice like, or when you help someone with a query, you write a query. How often you want to use but? Uh huh.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Because it's... good story. Usually, if someone's ready to query, they have a good story.
1: Uh huh. Good
0: story has a lot of buts in their therefores or butzos. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And it's not like, I I have learned that then then is not – if you're using to describe your plot or describe mm-hmm. a scene, then this happens, and if that comes up more often than not, that's kind of a sign that you are – your scene is not where it needs to be. The story is not where it needs to be.
0: Exactly. And maybe it's still there. Maybe you just yeah. haven't uncovered the thread that that's actually pacing this scene, and that's why because, it's coming out
1: Oh, right. because – and we can cut a lot of this because I'm live no, learning with you right no, now. Don't do
0: it. The live learning is the best learning.
1: Okay, so I th- – even then, if you think about using then, if it's then the villain attacks, behind the scenes in your planning, things, have been ha- things should have been happening that caused this then, right? So from the villain's perspective, they tried to get the, antagon- the protagonist's attention, but the protagonist was like, no, I don't want anything to do with you. So, the antagonist went and made plans to get their attention, but, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, behind the scenes, there should be that. It should never be a random occurrence. Then, in your plot, should never be a random occurrence.
0: You can do this by character. You can do this by scene. You could do this by overarching, arcing plot. (laughs) You're rubbing your eyes.
1: Cause it applies to everything. It applies to revealing when a character reveal Okay. Nerd time. Nerd Let's time. Do it. I am playing Baldur's Gate 3. And I wondered if this would come up on the podcast because it's my new favorite interest. And here we are. Yes. I've, it's basically are you familiar? No. Okay. Me. I've heard of ba- it. Okay. Baldur's Gate 3, one game of the year. It's a D style game. So you roll dice to do actions, you build a crew. And then you go out and you like solve this mystery and fight things. It's very story driven. Cool. One of and it's very character driven. So you build relationships with people in your party and you learn things because like from them, right? And you grow closer. And yes, there is a romance option. And uh, for anybody who plays Baldur's Gate, it's Asterion and Carlac all day long. You're welcome. The story, I'm, I'm not into those games. They're usually too slow for me. Mm-hmm. They're usually like, not a, it's not enough to keep our interest. They're usually too long that I don't care. Something about this has been like, I'm going to latch onto your brain and hold you close. And it is because of the character elements. And they reveal, you build bonds with these characters. And they don't just arbitrarily tell you shit about themselves. Mm-hmm. Something has to happen in the world. And you have to, as a character, make decisions that impacts these characters. That tells them whether they can trust you or not. So cause they tell effects. you more stuff. Holy. And that's why this is so good for my brain.
0: Right. If they randomly just told you things, it would feel robotic and insincere. But it's more human-like for there to be cause-effect.
1: It works for everything.
0: And it's what makes story easily digestible, too. It's just like the, the thread... Mm-hmm. Of reason. It's the domino effect. It's, um, you know, emotion is one very important thread in story. You can follow emotion. But emotions cause effect. And so she felt this, but then she, uh, uh, and therefore she did this, like that sort of thing. Right. Let's, um, let's take a couple of stories and and see it in action. We'll start at like the big level and we'll work our way down. (sighs) Okay. Okay. How about...
1: Hunger Games would work.
0: Sure, let's do Hunger Games.
1: Katniss wants to protect her family. But her but sister Her is, sister's name is called. So she volunteers as tribute.
0: But the male tribute is the one person who saved her life earlier on.
1: Uh-huh. So, so that makes the idea of killing him and everyone else really hard.
0: But she goes to train anyways. Mm-hmm. So...
1: Oh, that could be an and-so. And, and- so, they're in she, the capital. Right. Like, and she dazzles everyone at the capital. So, she has a lot of attention on her.
0: But that also means she has more enemies.
1: Exactly.
0: So, she goes in not trusting anyone. Uh-huh. But she can't help but- uh, But someone reminds- Rue reminds her of her sister. Uh-huh. So, she takes an ally- but her ally dies, so she sadly goes on her own. But they change the rules and allow two people from the same district to work together. Uh-huh. So, so they work together. She runs and finds Peta. Uh-huh. Uh huh.
1: But don't... he's injured. This so, is a yeah. little scene level, yeah, so no, she no, has matters. to. So she has to save him. But, but they unleash. Hella, they But to win, they have to get to the corn, to the end. Where so, so she has
0: to save him. And then you can have two sows in a row, too. Exactly. So he gets better, but there are still other people alive, so they kill them. But the game makers change the rules uh-huh. and make it so they have to kill each other. But Katniss refuses, so... The game makers the, are yeah. like,
1: never mind, dog, you win.
0: Exactly. And then the butt even concludes to the you could even go to the sequel but she pissed off a lot so she got to live and save exactly. her family but she pissed off a lot of important people
1: exactly people.
0: it works you can also do okay wait as we're going so that was just the plot thread
1: that's just the big external the big plot beats, thread baby
0: love it you could do it with emotion too i bet i bet there's a thread for emotion i bet if we katniss wants to take care of her family but her sister's put at risk so she risks her own life to do it but she's uncomfortable having to trust anyone when she has to kill them. Mm-hmm. So she keeps to herself. But Peta's very warm and friendly. Uh-huh. But she still tries to keep to herself. Uh, but it's still hard to kill other people and they come in. So she uh-huh. does ally with some. But it really hurts when she dies.
1: So she goes back to being on her own.
0: But they change the rules. So she lets herself feel more for Peta. Peta. But, but they changed the rules again. Um, and so she makes the final conclusion that feelings are more Which important than survival. Which is the
1: opposite of where she started as a character. There, it's not a reverse character arc. After all, we
0: found it. <laughs> we unlocked Katniss Everdeen.
1: It only took us a season and a half and we did it. Oh my god! Right,
0: so say more.
1: Say more.
0: It's her and her family okay. are the only thing because that matters. Because her
1: and her family are the only thing that matters. And she will go into this contest ready to sacrifice anything and anyone to provide for them. <clears throat>
0: to the point that she even has Liam Hemsworth saying, yes. implying that he'd love to start a family with her one day yes. and end up with a runaway with her. And she can't even entertain no. Liam fucking Hemsworth.
1: <laughs> yes. She says no to a Hemsworth. But I'm like... Yeah, and by and the by end, the end that, she's ready and I know we've had the conversation before of like would she really have eaten those berries? But we're left to believe she you know. would have really eaten those berries. See, like yeah, she's I don't think she would have eaten those she,
0: berries. I think it was a bluff. I think it was a bluff too, but <laughs> but I think like it still it still holds though cuz the point is holds. she risks she the the sure thing she could have killed him right there. And she could faster, absolutely stronger, they could have been like never mind, lethal. just kidding and she, there was the easy kill in order to keep alive and just survive but she chooses to care for somebody else too other than her family she lets someone in too
1: cuz she takes care of him in the tree as well mm-hmm. and the dark the darkest moment is not the darkest moment is not the moment in a tree when everything's really bad and shitty the darkest moment is the berries. The berries. Yeah. Because this is someone she has allowed herself to get close to, mm-hmm. which she has not allowed herself to do. Mm-hmm. So it really hurts when she has to make this decision, but and, she's not going to make this decision.
0: And it's also exactly what she thinks she wants earlier when she's Whoa. trying to hate him is for her to be the last one standing. She finally has the opportunity to win Whoa. Yeah. Butzo salsa. But salsa. We love butzo salsa. So it can be the emotional thread too. Yes. I was even looking up just like books I've enjoyed or that other people are, have likely at least heard the premise of, and you'll see they're full of butts, not so much therefores, but they're like built in there. Uh-huh. So like to all the boys I've loved before. Do you know the Yes. Did you watch yes. it? Read it? Yes. Oh my god, I love this. I love it. Alright, so let's try to do the plot level external plot. So, and cut me off whatever. So, okay. Lara Jean writes highly dramatic, super emotional love letters, but she never sends them because she's shy. Uh-huh. So she stays in the background of her own life and kind of pretends she doesn't have feelings for these yes. boys. But her sister wants her to be in the spotlight uh-huh. and follow her heart. So her sister she, sends the letters. She sends all the letters, <laughs> but one of her crushes is dating her sister now. Uh huh. <laughs> um, and the others, you know, but her crushes are not people that she's actively like actively exactly. available. No, no, no. Like it worked, but one of her crushes is dating her sister. Uh huh. So when uh. He wants to talk to her about uh-huh. it, but she's trying to avoid him because she, her thing is avoidance all along. Uh-huh. So she kisses Peter Kavis- Kavinsky <laughs> yes! to act as if that crush was, you know, that the other boy doesn't matter to yeah, her. This doesn't matter. But Peter but. also wants to make a girl jealous, so they uh-huh. fake date. date. But feelings ah! happen, so they get closer. But that breaks the rules, so they go apart. But they miss each other, so they get back together. Boom! Butzo salsa. Boom!
1: Yeah! <laughs> I feel like we've unlocked a conspiracy theory, and it is literally everywhere. It is
0: literally everywhere. I'm going to see it everywhere. I feel like we've also learned that Butzo is not a clown. Butzo is apparently a WWE Butso fighter. Is- <laughs> Ah, but some
1: punch, punch! With <laughs> like a mask. Can you punches. pictures of yourself punching?
0: Mm, my, so my, my six foot five wingspan, these <laughs> giant long punches coming at you like spaghetti. I'm telling you, we need to record these and turn them into gifts. <laughs> <laughs> to embarrass ourselves a little. Uh, you can't even, six foot five, you wouldn't even know it's coming. We're on a roll here. We just said we found a plot, an external plot thread. Uh huh, an emotional thread. Yep. Should we try it at the scene level? Let's do it. Pick a scene, any scene. Pick my next uh, contender. Come into the, <laughs> the ring. <laughs> Did you see your little screenshot? <laughs> okay.
1: Can, okay. Let's go back to Twilight because I think okay. Twilight scene level mm-hmm. works. We can get a little more nitty gritty there. Pick a scene, especially Anna. in the beginning. Any scene. I'm feeling confident. Okay. Um. Let's just go with the the easy. Let's go with an easy one. Bella and Edward have biology together.
0: Ooh, okay. Uh, Bella and Edward have biology together, but Bella smells amazing. Yes. Therefore, Edward wants to drink her blood, but he's sworn off human blood. So (laughs) So, he
1: he tries to get his classes changed.
0: But there's nothing else available, sweetheart.
1: (laughs) So you're going to have to live in biology with the tasty snack of a human.
0: So, he takes off for a couple days and doesn't come to school until he's very well fed.
1: But. There's a fan on. <laughs> there's a fan on. I think that
0: happened before. But
1: Katniss, uh, not oh, Katniss, ah, here I am. Oh, here I am. Oh, ah, ah, here I am.
0: She's ah. back! Crossover!
1: No. <laughs> Katniss shows up and is like, I'm a vampire hunter. Um, yeah,
0: Katniss would totally kill Edward. She would have no but patience. But, Bella, uh, Bella notices yeah. and says something about it. So Edward tries to be friendly instead. But wait, no, no, no. It's also well, there's that element. It's this is like we have to stick to the just the scene. Yes. Just because 'cause it'd be easy to go into he can't read her exactly. thoughts, et cetera. But let's stick let's just stick to the scene. Uh-huh. Um, so Edward decides to be friendly. So again, you can have two in a row. Exactly. So he asks her about her life, but she gives the usual one-off answers he's heard in everyone else's head. Uh-huh. So he asks her. More detailed questions and really listens to the answers. So they get closer, but she notices his eyes are a different color than they used to be because, whoo, hottie eyes. So he gets very abrupt and walks away. Holy shit. So she's left feeling confused. Oh my gosh. Yep. So she keeps her distance, but the next day in the parking lot, there's a car barreling toward her. So she's like, "All right, peace out, world." But Edward saves her. Oh
1: my god! So she wants
0: answers, but he doesn't want to give them. <laughs> oh my god! You rattle these off so Bill,
1: quickly. Bill. But you really are <laughs> a, like prized fighter. You're like,
0: who's next? I'm in the ring. I'm in the ring. Can't can't a book. Oh, can't can't be you. Be a book. a <laughs> 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 book. I need you shit. to
1: do this for War and Peace
0: now. I don't know War and Peace <laughs> either. <laughs> But how about Pride and Prejudice? Yes! (laughs) This is relevant! Let's go! All right. Um, You know what? Let's do this one from a character's point of view. Okay. Just to show that it can go in any way. Um, Oh, I might fuck this up real bad. Let's do Mrs. Bennett's point of view. Oh sh! Yeah, that's right. I'm going for it. I'm going for it. You are. You. She's all hyped up. Let's go. Get <laughs> her back in that ring. Stalking around the outside of the <laughs> ring. Here comes Mrs. Bennett. Who's next? <laughs> well,
1: Lissa's reign of terror, no, no end. <laughs> and our next contender,
0: Mrs. Bennett. <laughs> so her poor nerves. <laughs> her poor nerves. Um, in a world where only men and only sons can inherit the wealth, Mrs. Bennett gives birth to five daughters, Daughters. um, but none of them can inherit the wealth, Uh so she is determined to see them all married, but no one has made an offer, Mm -hmm. so as soon as Mr. Bingley moves to town... (laughs) She makes sure to introduce all her daughters. So and so, Mr. Uh-huh. Bingley finds Jane, the beauty of the county, particularly yes. attractive. Uh but his friends and sisters aren't so sure about the Bennett family. uh uh-huh. So as he gets closer to Jane, he moves away. So they all blame the nasty Mr. Darcy. Uh-huh. And so Jane is sad. So Mrs. Bennett sends her to the country, but Uh Lizzie stays behind. So help me, help me, help me. Mrs. Bennett can't win. Mrs. Bennett can't win. Okay, so Jane goes to the country
1: because we got to focus on Jane. Let's focus on Jane. Yeah, one
0: daughter at a time. One daughter at a time. Um, But Mr. Mr. Bingley doesn't see her in town. She goes to town. Yes. To town. So Jane comes back pretending not to be broken hearted, mm-hmm. but she really is. But her youngest daughter. So she runs away to get married. But that would bring shame to the whole to family, the family, making it so none of the other daughters can ever have a spouse. So they mm-hmm. will all die uh-huh. broken hearted and penniless and starved. So,
1: or but, depending Mm -hmm. on which point of view you go from, so slash but, Mr. Darcy comes to the rescue to make a legitimate match.
0: So, the Bennett sister's reputations are saved, Mm -hmm. but her four other daughters are still single. And then, or, and so, like this Uh could be another guy- uh Mr. Darcy explains to Bingley that Jane's feelings are real and the things he said were kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. So Bingley runs to propose. So Jane gets her happily ever after, but Lizzie's looking a little bit sad. Uh-huh. But the crazy aunt appears uh-huh. making all sorts of threats. So Lizzie kicks her out of the house. Uh-huh. So Crazy Aunt goes and tells Darcy that she kicked mm-hmm. him out of the house. So Darcy, re- but Darcy doesn't agree with her. Uh-huh. So he goes to meet with Elizabeth. Because now he has hope. Uh-huh. So he proposes, but she has to ask her parents who thought he was the worst. So she tells uh-huh. the- her father the truth. So they live happily ever after. And so Mrs. Missus Bennett only has two other daughters to worry daughters. about. Daughters. But they will be fine because now they have two of the wealthiest sisters nice. in the county. Holy shit. <laughs> Boom! Mrs. Mrs. Bennett's out cold. <laughs> All right. Push Mrs. Bennett in the face. Dang, 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 ding. Let him up. Let him up. <laughs> Medic! <laughs> I think Mrs. Bennett could probably take me
1: she no she could she could take anyone so even
0: character point of view it works you can keep a character their motivation clear
1: and i think this is the thing like truly looking at it this is when we talk about not being able to hold all of these threads like there are times and you said it specifically in the middle of your book i find that in the middle of the book something about act ones are like Beautiful, shining, mm-hmm. they come pouring out of my head like molten gold. Well, I think that's because
0: the butso so is more clear in Act One. Yes. It's the yes. beginning of the story. It's always harder for us in the middle. It's the beginning. This because is the premise. Because anything could happen. This anything is what can yes. happen. It goes in lots of directions and builds. But then I think anything
1: can't happen you if you look at it from each character's perspective if you have those characters set up like mrs bennett none of this would happen if it weren't for mrs bennett making moves and shifts to get her daughters married and none of this would happen if mr darcy had his own motivations that he was acting on and same for elizabeth like none of this would happen if you just analyze this all had to happen looking at all of the different characters perspectives using the but so method mm-hmm. because they all want something
0: they all want something but conflict means there's something in their way so agency means they have to move past it
1: oh shit there it is
0: right they all want oh, something. oh shit so it's the want truth versus even and then, the, lie so even. Is and so then the, the agency but is conflict yeah conflict and then so oh we unlock something is the agency character's agency
1: And therefore,
0: oh my. Therefore is so for fancy people like Mrs. (laughs) Bennet.
1: Holy (laughs)
0: shit.
1: And then if you throw an and then, Mm -hmm. that is just another setup for
0: another. but. Mm -hmm. Another story element. So you might need some and so's if your matrix has many columns in your seven layer plot dip. And also, it's just the way we're writing novels, not twenty-two minute episodes. And this is no shade; I mean, it's probably a lot no. harder to keep someone's attention for twenty-two when you exactly. only have twenty-two minutes to tell a full story.
1: For real, this is—we've unlocked something. This is Logan. revolutionary because I have been stuck so recently. This is part of—I talked about it in the last Substack or the previous Substack about having this major breakthrough. And truly, I think this major breakthrough is a combination of the dialogue episode and this
0: tell me more because i in seeing your writing corner in the Substack and just how words are pouring out of you right now i just i need more information
1: <laughs> okay so when i say like words are pouring out of me it's not the prose that's pouring out of me it is the excitement at a scene level and knowing where a scene is going and if i have the dialogue then i can come through and really flesh out the prose so so i have right now what my character is balancing So I kind of put into play all the different threads, right? So this is a problem. Someone is missing. The magical tree is, like, dying. Um, She's been doing magic without express permission, and her magic is going awry, right? So that's this part. And then I leave myself, like, little notes of, like, Little things about it, right? Mm -hmm. What she believes, what she knows about her, whatever. So then I answer those questions. This comes from a writing friend, Claire.
0: Is this Claire whose book's coming out? Yes. Claire, whose
1: book is coming out. Hooray. Um, We'll link that in the show notes because Claire is a genius. I literally have a a quote by Claire um, on my uh, wall that says, you're a better writer than you've ever been because of this book. Um, which she said in one of our discord chats because I was struggling with a book with our with Aww. my book and she was like you're a better writer because of this book. She's um, like
0: a very, very smart and good human. Yes, she we, is. Yeah, she's just a really good person.
1: Yes. So she has these great great quotes. I didn't I didn't even ask like these are these are iterations of her quotes. So mm-hmm. her questions that she asks, how did the last scene impact your character? Have events taken place off screen? If so, what and how do they impact? Is there an emotion, emotional turning point in the scene? And there was a bunch of other questions that she asked, but those are the ones I needed for right now. And I answer those questions, right? So I talk about how this person, because of the person gone missing, she's worried about them. No one is giving her answers. No one goes missing from this place ever. This is really weird. She's still kind of reactive to the events around her. She hasn't taken on much agency. Um, and then I talk about the scenes that have taken place, which helps me with the time skip. So... I move on from there, and I have kind of a scene in mind. And here is the part I cracked open. Are you ready? Okay, I see a checklist now. Okay, information to be conveyed in the scene i make a checklist and i didn't put the paragraphs the stuff in parentheses i didn't put that there first that wasn't there first i make my checklist so i make a checklist of all the things that i want to be conveyed so i want to convey what my character wants to do Mm -hmm. i want to convey um how she feels about you know not really having official magic i want to convey her hurt that her friend has magic and is involved in things that she's not there i want to convey Um, Her jealousy, I want to convey how the magic works. I put all that stuff of like what I want to show and do in this scene. And then what I did was I went back through and I asked myself, how can I present this? And so I said, okay, her wanting to help. There's nobody she can talk to at this point that she can say, I really want to help. And that's not how she is. That's just going to be internal prose. So I'm going to make that internal prose. And I'm going to show that through the act of her like snooping around. She's not a part of the official search engine. She's just doing her own thing. And then when it's her being jealous of her friend, um, I have action and dialogue. Her friend comes back late at night and she kind of asks those like, you know, subtext questions of like, why are you out so late? No, 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 you're never out this late. And then it's this like kind of back and forth dialogue.
0: And when the dialogue comes to you, you just put it right in here. I just
1: put it right in here.
0: Do you take this and then this you do this before you write the scene?
1: Yes. Okay. So this is way before I write the scene. This is just like, okay, what do I need to convey? Here's little things that I need to convey. Oh, I love this. Isn't this fun? And this really kind of did the same thing, and I have it more in this other this notepad that I have where I balance the butt so right mm-hmm. but i've like I've added that onto it. it's this layering process of dialogue, oh sorry
0: no, that's good no it's a, it's really nice and detail oriented and i I see you're using both like the info to be conveyed, the mood so like the that's uh-huh. the third rail emotional thread, which yes. is also uh and then there's opportunity for dynamic change within each chapter based on what you're doing like you yes. have a good checklist i like it
1: right and so the checklist really kind of like gives me ideas of okay well how can i convey this information how can so if i'm going to have her snooping around in a storage room that became a chance for me to reveal some suspicious things about the, like, the place that she's living in. It gives me a chance for an interaction that I didn't see happening that I needed to happen between her and another character. And it created conflict, which, which, you know, conflict. So she goes to bed kind of pissy, but her best friend shows up late. So she makes a passive-aggressive comment.
0: This just reveals something link to me, right? Because that okay. shows us – we've talked about how – like, in our, when we've digested bestsellers like Colleen Hoover books, one of uh-huh. the things that was most clear was that the emotional state of it, the characters different from the beginning of a chapter to the end of a chapter. Yes. And I think, but so, is the dynamic, the fluidity of emotion in this. This happened, uh, she wanted to do this, but then had this conflict, uh, so she went to bed upset, but her BFF showed up, so her mood improved. But her BFF left. Do you know what I mean? Like you can exactly th- the exactly Exactly. So you can see it's not just that somebody
1: – because I have a hard time. This is the connective tissue. This is the thing I have a hard time with is emotional shifts. And showing those emotional shifts, that's the something that I worked on with this last book in revisions for so long was character connection and emotional shifts. And it was because I wasn't thinking but so. I wasn't thinking of these – holy shit.
0: It works. It's – it's the first thing I bring up, and I've yet to have someone not love it. Like, if someone complains to me, like, I'm having trouble with pacing. Yeah. And I don't know. What, like, and it's usually in revisions. It's not It can be in drafting. Like, I'm having uh-huh. trouble with pacing. But when you know something's off, I say, have you tried the right. South Park rule? And they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, butzo salsa. And it has really... People all, usually come back and say, oh, my God, this helped so much. And it's yeah. just taking what's there. Like, oftentimes when I'm stuck, I just take a piece of paper and right. I look at what, like, I'm going over my chapter, going over the scene that's already written yeah. and saying, okay, this, but, so, but, so. And I always put but and so in caps. Uh-huh. You know, I, I write them uppercase so that they stand out. And it'll help you get through a sequence of scenes. It can help you think through the bigger thing. It's right. It's really very useful. And I like it very, very much.
1: It's so good. Like, revolutionary kind of good
0: <laughs> oh my god Butzo salsa order but salsa
1: <laughs> sorry you came to turning to story and left hungry for butzo. oh for that but- was weird <laughs> that's
0: really unintentional
1: we're children at heart <laughs> Does it help you to know that uh, my kids played a game today and I was like tally up the scores and it was 69 and they were like, I, before I even wrote it, they went, hey, because hey, 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 I had to write it on the board and I was like, hey, 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 I need you to explain this joke in great detail to me. What does it mean? I don't understand. And they were like, oh,
0: that was great. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's
1: my favorite turnaround on them. And then one kid was like, I can explain it. And I was like, that was sarcasm. Don't do it eternally a 10 year old
0: i am <laughs> so oh, whatever age
1: i am on my last craft corner that i have prepared so okay. i have to yep. replenish the craft corner well that actually makes
0: me very excited
1: no <laughs> <laughs> never again will i return there okay so this came to me when i was really really struggling with starting something new and um all the feels that come with submission um was that a journey still is Mm. so this comes from a um there's a youtube creator called matt um his name is matt Diavella, and i really really like him he directed shot the minimalist documentary um he's a really down-to-earth kind of uh, youtube creator he has a lot of like lifestyle uh videos but um his was about he kind of tried to grow his company. He hired a bunch of people and uh, found out that he was had less time than ever. He was more stressed than ever. And he had a baby and all of this stuff, and it wasn't working. So he kind of had to dissolve his business. And now he's back at square one almost. Mm. And he was talking about starting over. And the quote was, what do you want to say to the world? Every new project is a new mountain, and it feels like starting over, but you're more excited about it. So it really sparked with me that when you start something, it is important to hold on to and find the what are you trying to say? Mm -hmm. You know, what is the thing that lights your fire about this new project? What has got you excited? And look at it from this opportunity of, yes, it's a new mountain, and it's very scary to climb, but you are You obviously had the idea for it, which means you're obviously excited about it. So chase that excitement. That's kind of like our full fat cheesecake.
0: Oh, I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a really like, that's just like a feel good one.
1: Right? I wanted a little feel good. Like I found a lot of Crap Corners that were more like feel good, creativity centered because i needed that for the last couple weeks
0: it's a good reminder something like sub or querying or Mm -hmm. again any stage in the game there's right uh hurdles yeah and so it's like centering yourself again in the idea like, wow, like I created this thing and I created yeah. this thing for a reason and the world is a better place because I created this thing. Right. That exists in this world.
1: It exists. Even if it's, you know, doesn't find an agent, even if it doesn't find a shelf, even if it doesn't find a Netflix screen, <laughs> it the world is better for it. Mm-hmm. And you are better for it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Truly every level. Because even like Lee Bardugo. Mm hmm. Her, with her eight figure book deal. Right. Her Netflix show was canceled. Canceled. I'm sure that was really disappointing. Even though it's an Emmy nominee and. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, again, I think we're in the echo chamber of like literally everyone in the book world was watching Uh, it. Right, right. How could they ever cancel this? (laughs) But there's always ways that we're made to feel like we're not as, we're not a success.
1: Exactly. You're always somehow starting over.
0: Yeah. So, so mine is probably a little bit more advicey, less technical than usual. Um, Love it. But I mentioned earlier that I am not on social media so much right now. Like I've been for the last couple months. I've been cutting down, down, down. And I downloaded Screen Zen, uh huh, which is a free app that can limit screen time. Screen time more than like the phones. Limits space in there, and like anytime I try to open a social one, I can only open them five times a day for only a few minutes each time. Wow, <laughs> it's very hard. And each time it says, "Do you really want to do this, or do you have something better to do?" Like I can customize the question.
1: Wow.
0: And then like the first time I have to wait five seconds for it to open. The second time is six seconds. The third time is seven seconds. So if it's just, uh, you know, because these apps are designed to be as addictive as possible. Yes. So if it's just an addictive hitting of screen buttons, because I need to, I have a moment of unoccupation that my brain is programmed to occupy, uh, I have to, I it now has delayed gratification. So it doesn't like That's feel that immediate
1: need. fucking awesome.
0: Yeah. So it's been really nice. And part of the reason I mention it is one, I have more <laughs> writing time than ever, like not paying attention to socials. And two, in Susan Dennard's newsletter, she like recently looked back, she cut down on her screen time in a similar way, actually copied her, um, in 2023 and it did not impact her book sales, her writing, her outreach. Holy shit. Yes. And so it was like all of this pressure is put on authors and writers and everybody in the community to build a platform and have a presence and da, 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 da. And at the end of the day, that doesn't sell books. Ver- how about we say it very rarely sells books. right, right? And what does sell books is writing them, uh huh. Whether it's this book or the next book that makes it, so it's just like a good yeah. reminder to that these things are built to be addictive, to be a little preachy. They are built right. by addiction experts on purpose, psychologists exactly. went to the dark side. And the more you're able to take that pressure off of yourself, the more you free up more time and space for creativity.
1: That's amazing. What if I told you that because we had talked um, a couple weeks ago and you talked to me about limiting your screen time. Mm-hmm. You didn't tell me about this app, but you told me about limiting your screen time. What if I told you I put a 30-minute timer on Instagram hey, like a week ago?
0: how's that working?
1: It's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Like, there's a point it just cuts me off and I'm like, okay, I'm Can done you now. Can you override it? I'm done now. I, I, have to, I have to go through a process which is going okay, into my settings. Good. Like, I have to – yeah. it literally, it turns it black and white for the last minute.
0: Ooh, that's clever. So
1: it's like black and white, and then it shuts it off. And then if I want to override it, I have to go into settings, and I have to turn off the thing, which is like you feel guilty. Yes. Like, (laughs) it's been amazing. I did that to two of the apps that I was using the most. That's amazing. Are you ready for the two apps I was using the most? Instagram
0: Instagram
1: and Sudoku. (laughs)
0: get it though because when i've given up screen time i always start playing a game i start playing sudoku it's often sudoku because it feels like oh it's good for your brain exactly i i downloaded duolingo instead so i'm like if i get the urge now i will work on my spanish
1: (laughs) i love that so much half of my high schoolers are just doing duolingo for fun they're like i just want to learn yeah they're like we have a couple minutes Let's go Duolingo, and they're like, a, like there's a little pod of them that are just like that's so cute. It's lovely. Oh, it really that's awesome. so good. Yeah. Okay, you're gonna have to share that screen app, Screen and Zen. The stuff yes, and also
0: it gives screen you a streak Zen. for the, You can override it, but then you lose your streak. So I'm at like 22 days or something. Damn. Yeah.
1: It's great. Damn. Good, and I think to go like to just touch on it. I think when we try to convince ourselves that our social media presence is all that helps us create a career, we are trying to do both the job of the author and the influencer. Mm-hmm. And part of me is like, just let the influencers influence. It's, they're gonna find it or they won't. They're gonna do. They're gonna pull a Divine Rivals or they won't.
0: <laughs> and some people have that skill set and some people don't. Yes. You know, I just don't, I don't have it. Whatever it is that makes people good at social media. Like I'm just awkward on social media. Right. I'm better in person. I'm still pretty (laughs) awkward, but better. Yeah. But it's like, if you don't
1: derive joy from it Mm -hmm. and that's it. No. (laughs) If you don't get joy from it, I don't have another number in there. That's the one thing. (laughs) You don't
0: have numbers. I don't have numbers this episode. I would do something that didn't derive joy (laughs) if it would help me sell books and get book deals yes. and get an agent like if there was a direct correlation it doesn't No with the very rare exceptions of like these agents that are poaching like TikTok stars and things like that what Right that seems like an interesting business strategy that we will have to see in coming years how it pays off but other yes. than those outliers that's, that's not mean, what write books. That's, that's not what write that's books. That's not why
1: I'm here. That's,
0: that's not didn't... what writes books. I'm like, that doesn't sound right. Okay, sorry. <laughs> that's not what I write books. The book write a out. No. The it's book books. of preservar! The writing writing of books. <laughs> TikTok book
1: gosh. <laughs> Hit the gritty. <granny. laughs> Hey everyone, thanks for joining another episode of Turning to Story. Remember, you can find a bunch of behind the scenes information, some visuals that go along with the episode over at our Substack. You can find the link to that in our show notes. And we will see you next week.